Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us, who we have to Welcome back on another episode of the Believe in NFL Draft Prospects Podcast. I'm Joe DeLeon. Joining me is NFL Draft Analyst Ryan Roberts. We're doing more scouting reports as we get you slowly ready for the 2023 NFL Draft. We've got two defensive tackles on today's show or in the two videos that are on the channel. Make sure you check out both of them if you are tuning in on the video version. The two defensive tackles that we are discussing today is South Carolina's Zach Pickens, and we're also going to get to Alabama's Byron Young. Two very fun, fantastic defensive tackle prospects. But before we get to them, I just want to tell you folks about our sponsor on today's show, which is Bet Online. BetOnline remains your number one source for all of your sports betting needs this season, everything from NFL and bowl season to eSports. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. BetOnline features live betting free contests and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. With the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite leagues and events, head to BetOnline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit, make sure to use promo code Believe to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Ryan, I'm I'm excited to talk about these two guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that this defensive line class has some freaking monsters at the top of the class, and these guys aren't those monsters. They're they're not Brian Brzee, they're not Jalen Carter, who mm-hmm. are potentially top fifteen picks, but they're still good players, and they yes. serve purposes at the next level. And, Man, Zach Pickens, speaking about serving a purpose, we were talking about before we started taping, my guy is immovable. And yeah. that is what is going to create so much value for him as a prospect, serving that role as the meat shield that sits at the one or the three technique uh, in, in a team's uh, defense. You know what's bizarre about him, Joe, is I, I didn't even look at his size profile before I started watching the film on him a couple weeks ago. and. I would have sworn if you would if I would have guessed I would have said he's 320 pounds or so. I was right? saying, I thought the same thing because he anchors so well at the point of attack. Like he gains nice extension, and when he drops his butt, when he drops his weight, he just doesn't move off his spot at all. So I mean, you're talking about a kid that I think at a verified six foot four, 305 pounds with 34 inch arms. He's a 6'10 wingspan on the interior, 10 and a half inch hands, which I think really does 
parlay to what you see on film because he's got a nice strike and he's able to green that extension. I mean, the kid, I think, could play in a three-down front in base. I think he could play in a four-down front. I think that the biggest thing is that this kid has a very high floor because at worst, I mean, if you were a team that's going to ask a, a player to just work at the point of attack, two-gap a little bit, and you know, just hold the point, that's Zach Pickens, right? And he's a former five-star recruit from the state of South Carolina, obviously went to South Carolina. He's also a senior bowl invitee as well, so he opted out of the bowl game in the Gator Bowl against Notre Dame. So he's got some fanfare, some pub around him, but I feel like early on in his career – he didn't develop as quickly as maybe most five stars typically do, but I think the last couple of years you've seen him now starting to really round in the four for South Carolina, and I think he has a tremendous baseline because he's a kid that, at worst, is just going to be an early down run stopper that is not going to move off the spot a ton. Right. That's why I'm I'm a really big fan of Zach Pickens. I'm going to sit mm-hmm. here and say that and come out immediately. That five star talent shows up on his tape from this year. And the big thing for me is what you said, is the floor. At the very least, you're drafting a guy that big – he's got a massive ass, man. Like he's a, such a wide <laughs> dude. He's a big boy. The, the the word I was throwing out there for some of these guys, despite not being a, a massive hulking kid, he's he's still got a really, really nice uh, you know anchor that he provides on run rushing downs. Doesn't do a whole lot as a pass rusher. But, Ryan, I will say I was pleasantly surprised in some games where – his hands are really active, and if he's yep. motivated, that's the key thing. If he's motivated and he's going up against somebody he knows he can beat, he can not get home but cause some problems and cause quarterbacks to move in the pocket, which can maybe set up somebody else to get a sack. But like, I think all these these incalculable, the, the, the impacts that he has that are not necessarily measurable is what makes him a really good prospect, a guy that – You'll, your team could draft him in the second round and be like, who the heck is Zach Pickens? And then for like a, a – a, um, a, oh, my God, I'm blanking on the guy. The the Alabama, former Alabama defensive tackle who was with the Giants. Dalvin Tomlinson. Dalvin Tomlinson. Like mm-hmm. he kind of gives me those types of vibes where not going to rack up a ton of tackles for losses, but it's just the immovable piece that yep. takes up space and frees everybody else up. Yeah, and, and I think that you, you hit on something that's really, really vital in this one too, Joe, because I agree. I mean, I think we both see the floor relatively high here, right? Like he's definitely at least a two-down player at the next level and being able to be a rotational run stopper. But you do see flashes of that five-star background, right? There's a reason that at one time he was so highly coveted. And I think you see the explosiveness that he has. He has some short area burst to him, right? When he's when – he's, a guy that really wants to get after the quarterback on a down-to-down basis, I think he has a relatively nice first step. I think he can get off the line pretty well. I wouldn't call him a super flexible dude, but I think he's a straight-line, linear, pretty explosive player, and he has obviously that power profile to work. So there's going to be times where if you can get him in on one-on-one against a guard or a center, he can be overwhelming at the point of attack, even as a pass rusher, and be able to give you a little bit as that guy that can really, you know, kind of push the pocket a little bit. I don't think he's ever going to be a high sack guy Mm. because I think that he has powerful hands, but I don't think that he has the type of reactionary and reactionary quickness and flexibility to necessarily disengage a ton in the passing game. So I don't think he's going to finish a ton of plays, but I think he's going to give you enough as a pass rusher, as a pocket pusher, on top of what he does in the run game. So I think I, I agree. I think that as a day two 
maybe early day three football player, depending on what the value looks like. Because, I mean, one thing, I don't think that his ceiling is tremendously high from a pass rush profile, but as a kid that can get, at least give you the run-stopping ability that he has, the high four players, there's always going to be a need for those guys on the next level. And that makes it a weird evaluation at times, though, because, mm. I mean, you think of like Linvel Joseph, although he came from East Carolina, it's not a perfect comparison, but he ends up going in the fourth round. People knew he was going to be a really good run stopper, but they didn't know what the upside as a pass rusher was going to be there. But fast forward, you know, eight years into his career, whatever we're at now for Linvel Joseph, no matter what team he's been on, he's just been a really solid, good contributor on the defensive line. And that's what I see with Zach Pickens. I think he's going to be a really good contributor. Maybe doesn't have tremendous upside, but the floor is what really stands out to me. Yeah, you're really hitting the nail on the head there. Did, did, which, did, did you watch the Clemson game for him? Yes. Yep. Dude, my man was in his bag in that game. He <laughs> was... I don't know what guard that was that he was going up against. Um, I, do you know who that – he was think, kicking his ass. Mar- I think it's Marcus Tate, right? I think he's the sophomore guard for them. Yeah. he was. It was yeah. a left guard, wasn't it, that he was kind of whipping a little bit, I believe. He had longer hair, but he was yeah. kicking his ass the whole game. Like that was that was where I got excited. I watched the – what was the other game that I watched? Oh, the Arkansas game. No, no, not the Arkansas game. The Georgia game. I watched Arkansas uh-huh. for Byron Young. And like I, 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 like he looked good against Georgia. Like he made some plays, but like Clemson, dude. Like if you can tap into that and you can get that Zach Pickens, yes. he's going to be a problem. He's going to be a serious problem. And, and I'm curious about. He's an interesting player because, like I said, early on in his career, he was kind of an underwhelming performer, right? Like he mm-hmm. wasn't a guy that was hitting that five star upside. And he really hasn't turned it on until the last year, year and a half type of thing. So maybe I'm off a little bit on what his ceiling is because maybe he's a kid that just needs to be motivated a little bit more. That's always possible. But right now, I just don't see incredible flexibility as a pass rusher, which is why I think he's more of a early down run stopper. But regardless, man, how the NFL is moving as a league that is so dictated on space, you want to keep less players in the second level in the box as much as possible because teams just kind of running formations that spread you out a little bit, right? So Mm -hmm. having these interior defensive linemen that can take up multiple gaps, can take up multiple blockers, the Linval Josephs of the world that I just said, the Marcus Lawrence, um, sorry, Dexter Lawrence, not the Marcus Lawrence, Dexter Lawrence's of the world, Dalvin Tomlinson, who you mentioned, having those really beef-eating defensive tackles that can occupy so much space are even more valuable than I think most people kind of anticipated, you know, when the space age started in the, in the NFL game. But I think he is an invaluable player for that because he's going to keep uh, less linebackers in the box, like second level defenders in the box. And he's going to keep those guys clean as well as offensive linemen are trying to work up to the second level. I'm very bullish on his draft projection. I mm-hmm. see him as a early to mid second round pick. I, I think that this is because the, you're talking about the positional value where mm-hmm. Dexter Lawrence going as high as he did was was a, little, a lot higher than he probably should have gone, but we still right. see the value that he provided. And then Dalvin Tomlinson was an early second round pick, and I, I see a lot of parallels in, in their impacts and how that Pickens can provide an impact for a team. And mm-hmm. I think the most important part, which is going to motivate a team in the second round, is you need one guy to fill out your defensive line and somebody who's going to start right start right away and be impactful right away. I think Pickens is that guy. So uh, I think early second round pick, I think teams should be excited about a player like this. And I, I bet that he's going to be somebody that has a really good senior bowl week and then starts mm-hmm. to build some buzz. 
Yeah, I mean, that's going to be a big opportunity for him because, like we said, Joe, like the one-on-one pass rush reps, like that's what you want to see during Senior Bowl week, right? So if Zach Pickens can go down to Mobile and showcase that he's maybe a little more flexible than I think he is right now and maybe he has a little more pass rush upside, that could be an opportunity for him to rise up the boards. I mean, I just looked up the NFS grade on him in the preseason. He had a 5'8", which is a second uh, second to third round grade from that scale, and he just had his best season as mm-hmm. far as being a you know in, in college. So, Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I don't think second round's out of the question. Second, third round type of prospect. I think that the floor is really what stands out and what's going to make him go off the board in that range because I just think that you're going to get a good to very good quality football player to the role that he plays. So talking about Byron Young, Alabama defensive tackle, flipping the switch here to a a different guy, very different built. He is a very, very lean defensive tackle and almost in a way built as like a thick defensive end in Alabama. uh, Didn't give him a lot of pass rush opportunities. However, because he played at Alabama, He's asked to play all over the defensive line. Pickens was from a one to a three at most where he was playing. Mm-hmm. But here mm-hmm. with Byron Young, he's playing all the way out you know, to a seven. He's bounced around to all these different spots on the defensive line. So for you, Byron Young, what are the things that you liked about him? I was not as excited, but I still understand his value as a prospect. Where yeah. do you sit on him? I think Pickens has a higher floor than Byron Young, but I think Byron Young has a a bit more upside than Zach Pickens because the things so first and foremost Alabama just traditionally as far as their defensive tackle play they always have the guys that can work the point of attack to gap do the dirty work but they don't usually let the shackles loose of guys a ton I mean the guy that I always come back to is Jerron Reed who was a very good player for Alabama, but he was he was a modest pass rush guy. Like he didn't have a ton of pass rush production. Then he goes to the Seahawks, I believe, in the second round, and he has a 10 sack season, I believe, in like his second year. And he obviously has shown a lot more pass rush potential than what he showed at Alabama. And that's the player that I see a little bit when I think of Byron Young. I see a little Jerron Reed here because I'm looking at his size profile, 6'2, and I think it was 6'2 and 7 eighths. So he's six foot three, 299 pounds. He has 33 and 5 eighth inch arms, though. So he's got some nice length despite being a little bit of a lighter defensive lineman, you know, sub 300 in the spring. He'll obviously be over 300 when he goes to the combine or the senior bowl or whatever. So he'll be in right in that range, but in over 81 inch wingspan as well. So I think the thing that you hit on, Joe, for me is he is a scheme versatile player and he is a little bit alignment versatile, right? Like he can mm-hmm. do some stuff in a zero, one kind of that shade nose type of thing, but he can move out to a three, to a four, four eyes. So he can play in multiple fronts, in my opinion. 
But I think the thing about me is he has good length. He has a decent power profile. He does pretty well at the point of attack. But the thing that separates him that I think makes him a higher upside player is I think he does have nice explosiveness to him. I think he has nice flexibility to him. Like I see him as a kid, although he plays mostly in a two-gap system, that if you get him in a one-gap style system where you ask him to really penetrate, take offensive linemen to the field shoulder, do those types of things, I think that he has some pass rush upside, some pass rush profile, and some penetration profile. So I think in the right system, this could be a – player that is a lot better in the NFL than his production showed in college. I think the upside is there. Maybe the floor is not as quite high as a guy like Zach Pickens, but I think that athletically there's a lot of tools to work with with the Byron Young. I just don't think he's quite far along as far as being a a pure penetration player right now. Right. Byron Young, that was like my main takeaway is he's a lot of projection. He is a a lot less than than Pickens where you Mm -hmm. can get a sense of what his value is going to be. And part of it's – the situation that he was in at Alabama, not being asked to do as much as Zach Pickens. Zach Pickens rarely came off the field, but I found myself watching Young, and I'm constantly flipping through plays. I'm like, oh, all right, he's off the field again. They're running their, you know, their um, their pass rush unit out there with only a three down look, so they have to take him off the field. But yeah. I agree with you. The flexibility, it's fantastic. The explosiveness, mm-hmm. the linear and lateral quickness, I think is is great. It's inconsistent, but it's great. Yeah. And when you can tap into that, to your point. He could be a way more productive pro than he is a college player just because he doesn't get as many snaps at the at the college level. And there's so many different guys that they're able to work with and they're able to get creative with so many different talented heads. But yeah. like I, I, I'm I am to that point though, I am not super I'm not as bullish on his draft projection because I think that he could be a great player. And again, the ceiling mm-hmm. is high. Mm-hmm. I just felt like watching him, I didn't see much of an impact. Like I feel like on a on a play to play basis, if his floor is a guy who's just kind of out there and doesn't really do a whole lot, doesn't make a lot of plays, uh, doesn't get any tackles for loss, and also at the same time doesn't really blow up any blocks, like that's where I'm a bit hung up for for Byron Young. I I get that I do, and it doesn't also doesn't help with Alabama that they have so many interior defensive linemen who are just like pretty solid football players, right? Yeah. Like DJ Dale is not in the same league as a. Byron Young, in my opinion, but he's a solid football player. Tim Smith's a younger guy. I think he's like a sophomore, maybe a junior. That's a solid football player. They have nine, nine, number 92, who I can't pronounce his last name. It's Justin Egg something who, it look, I mean, he looks the part. He's like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, with long arms, and he plays kind of all over that defensive line. So Byron Young shares a lot of reps with a lot of quality college defensive linemen, and a few, a couple of them will play football at the NFL level, probably not to a high volume perspective, but will play in the next level. So I think it's a tricky evaluation because there is projection. And defensive tackle, and I think this is where you're going with this, Joe, defensive tackle with how it's kind of forecast today, because there's not a lot of high upside pass rushers in the interior in the game today, right? Because there's, I mean, because for every Aaron Donald there is, there's, you know, a guy like a Jeffrey Simmons who might only get five or six sacks a season, but he is just a dominant player inside, right? So pass rush upside is not everything. And I think a lot of times that for defensive tackles, you kind of fall more towards wanting the floor than wanting the upside, right? Because that's kind of a lunch pail player, a guy that's going to do the dirty work, a guy that doesn't have to be flashy. Like you can get a Lenville Joseph and an Adama Kinsu nowadays inside and you're good to go. Like you don't need to have pass rush upside from those guys. That's not usually where you're generating sacks and a ton of pressures. 
but I think the the so I think that more people kind of fall to the floor. Like I want the floor at defensive tackle. I don't care as much about the upside, which I think makes it tricky. But I really do think that if he hits his ceiling, Byron Young, I wouldn't be surprised if he a couple seasons has like seven, eight sacks and you're like, oh, nice, like penetration style, maybe double digit tackle for loss. I just think the upside is very intriguing for me. Mm. But I also think that he has the baseline traits of length, some power profile where he can do the two gap stuff in times. I just think a penetration style defense is what really is going to serve him best at the next level. So after all of that, I sit with him as a third round pick. Kept it simple. Didn't want to get too wide with the range. I think a third round pick based on upside, lower floor compared to Pickens. I think that that's, that's where I would slot him. I, I think that these two players, him versus Pickens, can be a little bit interchangeable in the sense that if I was a system that wanted a little more two-gapping, a little more play at the line of scrimmage, I probably value Zach Pickens slightly higher than a guy like a Byron Young. But if I am a one-gap system that's going to ask penetration style, I think that this is a second-round football player. But for the improper system, then you know we're talking yeah. third, fourth round. But I think for a team that is going to ask for penetration out of their defensive tackles, interior defensive linemen, I think a second-round pick is worth worth it for a Byron Young because I think if he hits a ceiling, he's going to be a very good player in the next level, in my opinion. Yeah, both very explosive prospects and – We're going to continue to move on with our next grouping. I think we've got some edge guys coming up next. And if you missed out on any of the other scouting reports, there's a whole playlist of them on YouTube. They're also in the backlog of audio versions of the uh, the show. So make sure you hit that subscribe button if you're listening or you're watching us uh, wherever it might be at Joe DeLeon at Rising Draft. Also, make sure you go to betonline.ag and use promo code BELIEVE. B-L-E-A-V at betonline.ag to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, BetOnline, best source for all your betting needs. Make sure you head on over there. We'll be back with more, folks. Enjoy the rest of your week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.